This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Live on tape from the Ed Sullivan Theater in New York City, it's Stephen Colbert! Oh, hey, I've been thinking about you. Nice to meet you. Speak of the devil, and he appears. Hello, John. Welcome, one and all, to The Late Show. I'm your host, Stephen Colbert, and it is the Monday before Thanksgiving. Yes. yes. Okay? Meaning you've only got three more days to come up with what you're thankful for. Now, if you're really stuck, just say Keanu Reeves. <laughs> Everybody likes him. Personally, I'm grateful that on Friday, history was made. Mm. Because Joe Biden temporarily transferred power to Vice President Kamala Harris while undergoing a routine colonoscopy... <laughs> making Harris the first woman to assume presidential power. Yes, 100 years after women got the right to vote, we finally got the first female president on a technicality. (laughs) Turns out, and I did not know this, this is shocking to me, I did not know this, Sean, turns out this whole time the glass ceiling was up Joe Biden's butt. Did not know. Oh! Did not know. Had no idea. Harris had presidential powers for 85 minutes. Not very long, but still, the job is so stressful. Here's what she looked like before and after. There you go. <laughs> this temporary handover is, is, is not unprecedented, but it's a departure from how the same situation was handled by former president Sulk Hogan. You see, back in 2019, the last guy underwent a colonoscopy, but he did not want to hand power to then-Vice President Mike Pence, so he refused to go under anesthesia. (laughs) Gives a whole new meaning to his campaign motto, (laughs) Magoo! Now... There you go. Biden's colonoscopy was part of his annual physical, where his doctors found that he's healthy, and remains fit to successfully execute the duties of the presidency. That's great. Glad he's healthy, of course. Kind of hoping they'd find out that he has that Benjamin Button disease. He's actually getting younger <laughs> every day. Uh-huh. It wasn't just his physical exam. Biden's doctors also checked the old noodle shop <laughs> and confirmed he still got a whole bag of ramen, showing no <laughs> findings consistent with any cerebellar or other central neurological disorder. I can pass any brain test you throw at me, Jack. You want me to remember five words you told me? Easy peasy. Here we go. Person, woman, Jack Malarkey. Come on. (laughs) Got it. I'm serious. Ah! I love words. Get it, Joe. Get it. I got him. Get it, Joe. 
I love words. The only thing I got more in my mouth is teeth. <laughs> but the man is 79, and it shows because Biden's physical did find that he's suffering from a perceptibly stiffer and less fluid gait, or as Fox News calls it, gate gate. <laughs> the president is also apparently experiencing a more frequent need to clear his throat or cough. But look, as you get older, you make more weird noises. <laughs> happens to everybody. Happens to me. That's why my audio guy has to mute me every time I sit down or stand up. <laughs> Just listen to my isolated mic from last week. Please welcome back to The Late Show, Adam Driver. There you go. Here we go. <coughs> With the knees. After his physical... <laughs> that joke's based on a true story. After his physical, Biden headed to the annual turkey pardoning ceremony to promote the event. The White House released this video of the condemned. That's nice. But why did they put 70s porn music over that? I don't... Making gravy. I guess the video is NSFW, Naked Sexy Foul Whoopee. At the ceremony itself, Biden enjoyed their names. Two names I couldn't agree on more. Who better help celebrate the holiday in which they break the bread for two turkeys named peanut butter and jelly. Hmm. What better way to celebrate the holiday than with peanut butter and jelly, except maybe anything associated with Thanksgiving? <laughs> Drumstick and cranberry. Mashed potatoes and stuffing. Aunt Rita and casual racism. <laughs> also, also on Friday, on Friday, the FDA and the CDC made it official and announced that all American adults are now eligible for coronavirus vaccine boosters. Yes, everyone, come on. Tech, tech. Get that third stick. Everyone's getting their third shot and counting. By the end of the pandemic, we're all going to look like this. <laughs> Picture of health. The move was made in part because rates of people getting boosted were slowed by months of confusion over complicated guidelines. I don't actually think they were that complicated. Boosters were available for people over the age of 65, those with underlying medical conditions, and those at high risk of exposure as long as they got it in the right arm from the hours of midnight to 6 a.m., Tuesdays and Thursdays, only at participating Wednesdays, while supplies last, void were prohibited. Not! Now, now that the booster has finally been okayed, you might want to get one. CNN's Dr. Jonathan Reiner explains... I think you need to assess your own uh, vulnerability. You, if you are not boosted, you are not fully vaccinated. What? Why didn't anyone tell us this earlier? That's like finding a label on a bulletproof vest, warning, won't stop bullets, buy two more. <laughs> then it's, it's not right. It's not right. It doesn't make sense. It should work. But the... Nobody told I, us. No, no, no. Then Dr. Reiner warned holiday travels to leave their masks on at all times. And if you're not fully vaccinated, you need a really good mask. When you're on an airplane, I would skip the small glass of soda. Okay, I'll skip the small glass of soda and go right to the tiny bottle of bourbon. <laughs> of course, big news on Friday was that after being accused of crossing state lines, 
killing two people and wounding another last year during a Black Lives Matter protest, Kyle Rittenhouse was acquitted on all counts. Okay. Yeah, okay, cards on the table. I'm not a legal expert. So I can't tell you whether or not Kyle Rittenhouse broke the law. But I can tell you this. If he didn't break the law, we should change the law. That seems simple. That seems simple. If Emily Post said it was perfectly proper to go to Thanksgiving, drop trowel and leave your ass print in the pumpkin pie, I'd be like, okay, not illegal, but the system is clearly broken. <laughs> so Rittenhouse was found not guilty, but only a complete moron would celebrate this clear tragedy by making this guy a hero. Enter Florida congressman and man demanding to know why he's being kicked out of this Sweet 16 party, <laughs> Matt Gates. After the verdict, Gates tweeted, Not guilty! Of course, Gates has a vested interest in juries finding people not guilty, especially when it involves a 17-year-old crossing state lines. <laughs> in other news... <laughs> true story. It's in other news... Babies. They're like people, but happy. <laughs> the U.S. birth rate has now declined for the sixth straight year, which means we may not have enough population growth to keep the future economy afloat. Specifically, the daytime talk show economy. You are not the father because you opted to use your 30s to pursue a second master's. Hey, good for you. <laughs> the anti-baby trend... Anti-baby trend looks to continue because a record number of adults who don't have children say they're not going to have them, according to a survey which asked, thinking about the future, how likely is it that you will have children someday? That survey conducted by the New England Journal of Mothers-in-Law. <laughs> it's a follow-up to their landmark study, Who's Gonna Drive Me to the Airport? When asked why they're unlikely to have kids, 56% said it's because they just don't want them. For some reason, these people prefer sleeping, drinking, sex, extra income, nice furniture, weekend plans, and having more than 30 seconds to poop. Unsurprisingly... That, that is actually all the parents clapping because they know that joke is true. Unsurprisingly, a lot of folks also felt it would be too difficult to raise kids because of medical issues, economic or financial reasons, and the spiraling costs of childcare, healthcare, and education. And most compelling of all, how hard it is to get their little shoes on. We're already late! Why are there suddenly no bones in your entire body? Forget it! I'll put them on in the car and I'll drive with my feet. We got a great show for you tonight. Coming up, Stephen explains NFTs. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Welcome back, everybody. John, 
John, tonight we've got two of my favorite guests. We have uh, the lovely and talented Andrew Garfield is yes, going to be indeed. here tonight. Extremely gifted actor. His family is here. R really lovely. And and this is this guy just makes me feel good. He's funny. He's talented. He's a very good man. Jose Andres from World Central Kitchen. Yes. Yes. He tonight. gives back. He gives he back. Gives we're going to be cooking. He's incredible. You know what we're cooking? You know what we're cooking? You don't know what we're cooking. What are you? Is he going to cook enough for everybody? Yeah, we'll cook enough for everybody. Oh, yeah! yeah. Everybody yeah. gets some. Everybody gets some tonight. That's nice. Is that true? Nice. That's not true. All right. <laughs> anyway, it's going to be good. Uh, folks, as you know, I love to stay on top of all the new, hottest internet trends. I was climbing into random strangers' cars before Uber was even a thing. Now, for a couple of years now, uh, I've been curious about this. One of the hot financial trends on the internet is something called NFTs, or non-fungible tokens. Confused as to what they are? That might be because everyone who tries to define them does a terrible job. For instance, according to one place on the internet, an NFT is a digital good that lives on the Ethereum blockchain. Because nothing clears things up faster. <laughs> like mentioning the Ethereum blockchain. I think you get there through the Narnia bloodgate. <laughs> so, here's my try explaining it. Okay, you know how in the real world, if you like a work of art, you can buy it, and then it's yours? An NFT is a way to do that with something digital. You see something you like online, but rather than buy it physically, you go to an online marketplace and buy the digital original from the owner. It's stamped with a unique digital code, and the object, or token, is stored on something called a blockchain, a secure, permanent, decentralized digital ledger that keeps track of who owns what and where transactions can only be added, but data can never be erased. You can do this with pictures, songs, videos, anything with a digital footprint can technically be sold as an NFT. Phew! Is this what it feels like to be John Oliver? <laughs> Blimey! Now I get why he only does one show a week. Now, there's real money being spent on all this fake stuff. Some notable NFT sales include this Gucci ghost, which sold for a cool $3,600. The famous disaster girl photo for half a million. And early internet meme Nyan Cat for almost $600,000. Nyan Cat is, of course, a meme of a cat with a Pop-Tart body prancing through space with rainbows flying out of its butt. Which makes slightly more sense to me than the concept of NFTs. <laughs> maybe, the, maybe the strangest example of an NFT is rapper Azalea Banks releasing an NFT sex tape. Okay, but I thought these things were non-fungible. A sex tape is two people funging each other. <laughs> and to be clear, Azalea's NFT is strictly an audio sex tape named Rider rips. Hey, spoiler alert, Azalea. You can't give away all the details in the title. Orson Welles didn't name his classic movie Rosebud is the Sled, and I <laughs> it. So, I'm still not quite sold on NFTs, but if you liked my explanation of what NFTs were that we showed a little while ago, I have great news. I have written out that explanation on the delivery bag that my lunch came in today. And I have signed it, and I am selling my handwritten explanation of NFTs as the world's first AFT, or actual thing. 
Shawarma? Salmon? Salmon. Mm. You can bid on my AFT at ColbertLateShow.com slash eBay. All proceeds will go to Donors Choose. You'll help fund classrooms where kids can learn important stuff. They can learn important stuff, like the difference between things that exist and things that don't. Coming up, Andrew Garfield. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So excited to be back and with yeah. you, John, and with everyone here, and yeah, it's lovely. So nice. Yeah. I like the suit. I like the suit, sort of a rust velvet. That's exactly what it is. Is it really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. May you got I? It. May I? What do you? Yes. That's lovely. Oh, <laughs> you're that's stroking your own finger. Hey, was I? <laughs> <laughs> this is a joke, man. We're doing comedy. This is a joke. It's a fabric joke. <laughs> It's a really good fabric. Just in case the camera didn't get, I wanted to make sure people knew that you good. were we'll just stroking your later. skin. Now, over the years, that is, that's an uncle joke. That's an uncle joke. I've is. never experienced fabric humor before. Sorry, it's my first time. Oh, you learn something new every day. I'm very grateful. Okay. Just grateful to be they, here. Um, uh, over the years, my friend, yes. uh, you've acted with so many greats. Yeah. Uh, Meryl Streep, Sally Field, uh, your, your Liam Neesons, your Tom Cruises, but I understand that your first co-star mm. was your brother. My brother, Benjamin Garfield, who's here right now in the audience. Benjamin? <laughs> Benjamin? Is he, where is he? Is it Benjamin? Benjamin! Where are you, Benjamin? <laughs> yeah! Yes! <laughs> is there, what is the... Did we get a shot of Benjamin just now? What is the Whoa. age difference between you and your brother? He's three years older than me. I don't know. What? Why are we leaving so many pauses what? around that? There are no pauses. I just, you look great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, three rough years is what I'm saying. <laughs> three. I'm just, but wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Let's look at this. Look at this mop. <laughs> and you look fantastic, but wait, like, wait. I would not have picked you out of the crowd. This seems like a dominant genetic factor <laughs> in the family. And, but that's, that's, my, that's my father, right? Wait, wait, I have to qualify it. I have to qualify this. Yeah. I, I got my mother's genes. My, yes. my brother got my father's. No, if, you but did then, not but have to qualify Wait, wait, wait. wait. You there's did another, not have to explain that but, part. But there's another thing. My brother, my brother is a doctor, and I'm merely an actor. So there's, there's, a, there's a good reason for him to have lost all his hair. He's a pulmonary doctor. He's a lung doctor. Okay. So for the last two years, this Mother Hubbard has been saving people's lives.
He's the kind of guy that will stay three hours late, much to his own detriment. He's the, he's the guy that you want um, making sure that your lungs are operable and, and, are, and you're breathing. So I, I love you. This wasn't planned, by the way. Like, we didn't just trick you here to call out your baldness and your doctoriness. <laughs> that's, that's just gravy. <laughs> yeah. Wait well, what was the, the first movie? Okay, the first movie was um, a boxing movie. My father was a kind of aspiring VHS camcorder holding filmmaker. Oh, and he, no. <laughs> yeah. And he roped us in to beating the <laughs> out of each other, basically. Wait, wait, how old were you? I was three and my, my brother was six. <laughs> He had, he had a six-year-old beat up a yeah. toddler? It was, uh, yeah, that's what, that's what it was. No, I, I got the mic, Dad. Like, you don't get to decide what's real. He's like this. He's like, no, 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 no. I'm like, I remember. Yeah. And you know, like... Did it sell well? It, we, 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 got, we got an audience of one, which was my mother, who loved it. Um, but, but also, like, my dad, he, he, was, he was a brilliant, creative person. And, and like, he would, he would, like, it would all, it was like, there was no cuts, obviously. It was all live. So he would do, he would make up his own, like, commercials for, like, I don't know, mops and, like, laundry companies. Like, he was, like, obsessed with American commercials. My father's from, from here when we were in the UK. But anyway, my brother's, um, uh, Monica was the, as a boxer, as a six-year-old boxer, was the big baby king. And you were... And I was just the three-year-old that got the kicked out of him. <laughs> and no, 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 I know. There was no bloodshed. It was just... Like, <laughs> like, um, and, and he had a song, and it, was, it went something along the lines of Big Baby King. This makes no sense, by the way. It's a very inside joke. Big Baby King, all fat and wing, in the boxing ring, not the wrestling ring. I don't know. Is that correct? I nailed it. Okay, good. It sounds like it's time for a rematch. A rematch. Yeah, rematch, yeah. Yeah, I Who, mean... could you Could you take him now, still? I mean, it's like... Oh, wow. Look at him. He's so mean-looking. <laughs> so... We have to take a quick break, uh, but don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Andrew Garfield, everybody. Well, the last time you were here, you were talking about how you had been cast in, in the new film... Tick, Tick, Boom, yeah. directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, yeah. and that it's, it's uh, you, you have to sing in it. Mm -hmm. It's musical. Yeah. And that you are not a singer. No. That you, that you <coughs> were unprepared, <coughs> but just a friend of yours had told Lin, oh, he has a voice of an angel. Yeah, he lied. And so cast you. Then you, but then you got cast and you had to go do it. Yeah. So <laughs> what was that like to finally open your mouth and sing these songs? Yeah. And, and was it in front of... Lynn for the first time, or was it just like at a read-through? Lynn's amazing, because he's the kind of person that can see you better than you can see yourself. So he had seen me on stage in Angels in America, and he, um, and he had said to me, I think you can sing. And I was like, I don't, I don't, I think you might be wrong. And, um, and he was like, no, trust me, whoever gave you that idea that you couldn't do things, I want to have a a stern word with them. He was, he was that kind of avuncular, kind sure. of caring mentor figure. And, um, and he, he gave me some time with Liz Kaplan, who I know you have... A, 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 a dear yeah, friend. An, ama person. an amazing um, singing coach. And she kind of gave me the confidence to, to start doing it. And I was... Uh, it was about a month or so into my preparation, and I was singing with another person, Kurt Crowley, at the piano, just working on the first number of the, of the film in private, because I was like, no one come in, because this is me naked in here, vocally. Not literally, I wasn't singing <laughs> naked. Um, but it may, I mean, this could have been, but it sure. would have maybe helped. It's theater. But it's theater, it's the theater community, baby. Sure. Um, you know how we do it. Um, and, and then Lynn had snuck in in the back of the room, uh -huh. the, the, the bastard. And uh, I, uh, the first thing I knew was that 
that he was there was his shoe flew across my face <laughs> while I was in the middle of the, the first phrase of this song. And I looked around and it was him looking at me angrily, happily, and he said, Andrew Garfield, you can sing. I don't have to recast you. And he was so <laughs> relieved. And it was the, you know, the, the shoe of joy, the, sh the shoe of bliss. Uh, and, uh, and, and that was that. We were kind of off to the races from there. Well, um, and these songs are, are, are not easy that, that you do in this. Um, you have one song we have to quickly sing. The, the names of 14 roommates that the characters had? Yeah, so, okay. so yeah, John Larson, he, he was living on, in, in the East Village, and you know, it was an artist's apartment, and he had like this kind of wrote carousel. Wrote wrote Rent. Wrote Rent, and he had this carousel of, of roommates that would, that would come through, and it was just in, like 14 people in just four years. Like, you know, you know how, how it is when you're, when you're a kid trying to make it in the big city. So yeah, he, he lists the name of all the, all, like, as many roommates as he can remember in the moment. In this. Can you still remember? Can you still do it? <clears throat> oh, come on. Uh, I mean, yeah. that's a no, I guess. <laughs> no, okay. <clears throat> I'm just saying, I'm just saying, <clears throat> I bet your brother could do it. That's the big baby king would nail this. I know it. Okay, and dad's watching. So what, do you, better... what do you need to do? What do you need to do? Okay, I just need to breathe, and then I need everyone just to do this and follow my lead. And Jonathan and Carolyn and Carrie. David, Tim, no, Tim was just a guest from June to January. Margaret, Lisa, David, Susie, Stephen, Joe, and Sam. And Elsa, the bill collector's dream who still is on the lamb. Don't forget the neighbors, Michelle and Gay. More like a family than the family, hey. This is the life, ba bo ba bo bo This is the life, ba bo ba bo bo This is the life, ba bo ba bo bo Bohemia. Um, Larson himself, you know, while his musicals are beloved, didn't uh, live, unfortunately, mm. to see the success. Mm. And, and I know that, um, you know, his, the film is dedicated to his memory. Um, I know that you yourself uh, have suffered great grief mm. just recently mm -hmm. with the loss of your mother. And I'm mm. sorry for your family's loss. Thank you. And I'm wondering how doing this show or any show, how art itself helps you deal with grief. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love talking about it, by the way. So if I cry, it's only like, mm, it's only a beautiful thing. This is all the unexpressed love, right? The grief that will remain with us, you know, until we pass because we didn't, we never get enough time with each other, right? Mm -hmm. um, no matter if someone lives till 60, 15 or you know 99 so I hope this grief stays with me because it's all the unexpressed love that I didn't get to, to tell her and I told her every day we all we, we all told her every day she was the best of us um, so for me you know I, I was able to step into this in a way where I could honor this incredible life of, of Jonathan Larson and he was taken far too soon he died at the age of 35 on the night of the first preview of Rent off-Broadway at the New York Theatre Workshop. Some strange twist of fate that he was taken that soon. And this film is kind of to do with that. It's to do with this ticking clock that we all have, that we all know in somewhere deep down that life is sacred, life is short, 
and we better just be here as much as possible with each other, holding on to each other. And for me, I got to sing Jonathan Larson's unfinished song while simultaneously singing for my mother and her unfinished song. And I'm indebted to John, and, I, and I'm, in, I'm indebted to Lin-Manuel Miranda. I'm indebted to any, any, everyone who's brought me to this place so that I can, I can honor the most beautiful person that I've ever experienced in my life through my art and use it as a way to heal, use it as a way to sew up the wounds, because that's what we do, right? That's what we do, you, that's what you do every night. You sew up our wounds, you sew up our wounds. Mm. And, and both John and my mother were artists, and they were warriors for art. They knew the power of art, and they knew the power of leaving the world in a slightly more beautiful state than, than when they found it. So thank you for letting me talk about her, and thank you for letting me talk about her with my, my, two, my two guys up there as well. So thank you, Steve. Thank you for sharing it with us. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Up next. Stephen Cooks with Chef Jose Andres. My next guest is a chef and humanitarian whose charity, World Central Kitchen, has provided disaster relief to millions all over the world. Please welcome back to The Late Show, my friend and yours, Chef Jose Andres. <laughs> chef. Jose. Okay. Thanksgiving is coming up. What do you, what, what, what do you got for us? What are, the, what are the celebrations that you're going to help us have tonight? Okay, Thanksgiving. We're yes. going to bring a tradition outside tradition. A tradition outside of tradition? Yeah, okay. because this is America. That's why you let people like me come in to bring new traditions to mix with old traditions with the people. Sure, absolutely beautiful. So what are we, what are we doing? So. Okay. I just came back from south of Spain. Okay. Andalusia. Andalusia, okay. I I'm so happy finally you understand my English. I mean, <laughs> we... No, no, don't laugh. I mean, it's true. You still not understand no, one word. Not everyone understands my English, so... Uh, yeah. <laughs> so like... what, what is this? Are we roasting marshmallows? What this, is this? This is a venenciador. Okay, one more time. Okay, I'm not gonna spell it for you, okay? Okay, I left sure. when I was 15. A venenciador. And this is a sherry cask. And it's sherry inside. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm, lovely. And is this, is this the same thing as that right there? Well, yeah, that's the bottle, and this yes. is the, one of the typical traditional dresses. Take a look. <laughs> In the south of Spain. And I'm not comfortable when the drink I'm about to have is better dressed than I am. Oh, well, you're doing okay, but... Okay. This is the way they used to do in Jerez de la Frontera, in Sherry. Okay. And they will go in with the Benenciador, which is the name of this tool. And you remember last year? What? Yeah. That you took me to the roof? Yes, I in did. In the middle of the cold night? We, we actually have a picture of that, about you and me cooking on the roof because we couldn't be indoors with each other during the COVID. Yeah, because there, there was an immigrant and you put me under, under 100 Fahrenheit degrees. Shh. And we were pouring cider from high above the You're sky. You're making a mess. No, what this is, is the way it's done. What I, is the benefit of this? Take a look at this, because this way you don't get drunk. And you have to try to put it inside. Oh. You see? There you go. 
This is the way. Hey, can we see? I got a little bit more than you did. Can we get a close up of that? I, I am one. I am following what my oh. the producers tell me. Let him look better than you, Jose. I, <laughs> man, come, come over here. Okay. I, this is my hat. I understand. So what do we do? This is not a turkey. This is, the, this is Thanksgiving. What is this? Is a, this is an American red snapper. If you, it's an American red snapper, it's almost like an American turkey. But, I mean, it's, come it's on, all, people. Called, it's called the sea turkey. The sea turkey. So, yes. so what, what do, do we, you do? Yes. Because if you are on a diet low on salt, what you do is instead of putting the salt in the dish, you put the salt out of the so dish. So this is all just salt? This is all just sea salt? Salt. You get salt and you put some water, okay. like I'm doing. Like this? Uh, you mix it. Okay. Then it gets like wet, and then you cover the fish with the salt. Okay. Like that. All right. Just pack it on? You pack it on completely. Until... Jose, what has more salt? The, the uh, cover of this fish or the ocean we took the fish out of? This is. <laughs> The cover this doesn't, of this this doesn't make the fish too salty? But I tell you, Stephen, this is good for diets low on salt because the salt is in the outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, that, you're that doing okay? good. Am I doing all right? Now, to make sure they know it's you, you put your fingertips. <laughs> yeah. so, so the cops can trace who's yeah, fishing the, it the is? The cops can take you to mm -hmm. jail if, if this is too dry. The, this is from, this is, that, that is a scene from CSI Andalusia. <laughs> okay. Andalusia. Andalusia, my pardon. Much my better. Apologies. Okay, I need okay. some zoom because this is going into the oven. This is going into the oven. And in like 30 minutes, 40 minutes. And it's coming out of the oven. <laughs> And why in does, this moment... Why does mine look different than yours? Because you are a Stephen Colbert. Okay, now what do I do? And in this moment, you break because the salt now is hard, because the humidity has left the salt, and the fish is cooked to perfection inside. And you... Mine, mine is not a fish, Oh, my God, what happened there? Oh, my God! Oh! 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 He has powers! He has superpowers! <laughs> now do I now do I wash my turkey? What do I do now? Well, I try to slice it, but me, I'm quicker than you. I already got my fish clean. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you take the skin out. Mm -hmm. The fish is perfectly cooked inside. Mm. His turkey, I don't know. Mm. You see. Mm. That and is then the, you that tastes like fish. <laughs> and then this is amazing thing. You like fish? Yes. You make the fish baking salt. You like turkey? You make the turkey baking salt. This is the beauty of with the people. This is the beauty of America. Be who you want to be, but always respecting each other, loving each other. We have to take a quick break. Jose, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back with more Chef Jose Andres, everybody.
Now, uh, do we put the, do we put any of this on the fish? Is this supposed to be dressed on in any way? Sure, it's supposed to be dressed. I, mean, I don't know. Just was now he's naked, but we can dress it again. Okay. So, so maybe we go. Well, while you do that, let me ask you this: The World Central Kitchen has launched something called the Climate Disaster Fund. What is that? Well, it's going to be so much neat in the next years that we announce a one billion climate fund to make sure that we are able to be next to every American person or any person around the world that is going to suffer the consequences of climate change. One billion dollars. One billion dollars. We already have 50 million in the bank. With the Jeff Bezos gift of 100 million dollars, we're going to put some extra money in that fund, and then we're going to be getting donations from different individuals and corporations to make sure that we have enough money in the bank to take care of every single person that may suffer climate change, making sure that no American or no person around the world will be hungry after disasters. Uh, you have my word. Cheers. <laughs> now, Jose, did you... Can I give this? Is this enough to feed everybody here? Okay. I heard you saying that I was going to feed everybody, but I didn't prepare myself. But let's do one thing. I have few restaurants in few cities. Yeah, yeah, I know. Everybody here, if they bring the ticket of being here today with you, Stephen Colbert, show. They can go to any of my restaurants and bring your loved ones and the entire meal is on you and me. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving! It's a deal. Jose Andres, to learn more about World Central Kitchen, go to WCK.org. This has been The Late Show Pot Show with Stephen Colbert. Watch The Late Show with Stephen Colbert weeknights at 11.35, 10.35 Central on CBS and Paramount+. Plus. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and subscribe to The Late Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. New CBS Sunday. You collect rewards, right? This is how I make my living. When something is lost, everyone's looking for something. He finds it. You strong swimmer? So-so. So-so. So-so's okay. Justin Hartley stars. I survive. You make quick, smart decisions. If you never let panic take the wheel. Sounds cool. It is cool, actually. Very cool. Tracker. New Sunday on CBS and streaming on Paramount+. Plus.